Destination Medicine is a joint project of the regional training hubs. This podcast series brings you medical students' accounts of their experience in applying to study medicine. Welcome to Destination Medicine. I'm Peter Letts. Rhys Telford is a medical student on a mission to spread the word about the unique opportunities awaiting students and doctors in regional and rural Australia. In this episode, we follow his journey from his hometown of Cairns to his current placement in Orange in the New South Wales Central West. Rhys shares his insights into the challenges of being a first-generation university student and his unexpected entry into the world of medical scribing. And he dives into his third year research project, which explores how our very own podcast can play a pivotal role in encouraging medical students to embrace rural general practice. But first, Reese Telford describes his early journey to medicine to Nicole Goodman. I grew up in Cairns, so that's where my story starts. Moved to the Sunshine Coast, um, which is where I finished school and went to university there. So I went to USC there and did biomedical science. Then I moved to Sydney for medicine. And I've chosen to do a rural year in Orange, which is where I currently am. I spend my time outside of medicine swimming laps at the pool, trying not to drown, (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, going for walks and um, just trying to enjoy face-to-face time with family and friends. When was it that you decided, right, I want to be a doctor and why? Yeah. I mean, some people have these, you know, big fancy stories or maybe had someone close to them who was inspirational. But to be honest, I can't really pinpoint when it was for me. But I'd say I've been interested in medicine since early high school. I went to like a few career expos and I don't know, I just saw medicine as something that would be challenging. And obviously a lot of people can see the reward that comes from the work. And then as I've gone further through the journey, uh, I think I've identified it as like a career that you know, is constantly evolving and changing and there's sort of this lifelong learning aspect to it, which is probably going to dictate what kind of doctor I become because um, if I just keep doing the same stuff every single day, I'm probably going to get bored and leave. Well, with that in mind, did you consider any other health professions? Why did you want to become a doctor as opposed to anything else within health? I think I just didn't have a lot of exposure to many other like health professions The only ones I really had known about or looked at in high school and maybe even early into university was pretty much just nursing and paramedics. And I chose biomedical science just because that seemed like it would give me the best chance to get into medicine and probably the most relevant skills. But in hindsight, there's probably a lot of other courses that I would have considered if I knew about them or knew someone who'd done them like pharmacy or physiotherapy. Mm. And I've got a few friends in the program who've done these and it seems useful and I think they get a lot more experience with patients to bring to the table when they actually do medical school and and some of them can also work concurrently to make some money while we're poor students. (laughs) Yeah, well, we on the podcast, we speak to a number of medical students or medical professionals that come from a biomed uh, pharmacy background and it does certainly help them along their journey. Did you have a mentor or anyone who gave you guidance regarding your career before you were actually accepted into medicine? So I'm probably going to start off by saying no. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, fair enough. So like when I started 
really being interested in getting into medical school and I was became quite serious about it. I didn't really have any mentors or like anyone to go to for help. So I'm first in family to go to university and in health at that time. And I only had one other friend in undergrad who was fairly serious about getting into med and they were in the same boat without really having any guidance. And I guess we were quite lost at times. And, you know, like part of this um, project I've been doing involves reading material about people who lack social capital. So that's people who don't have social networks and they don't know people who can pass on information. And um, when I was reading it, I felt like I could really see myself and my friend in that picture. And I actually spoke to her and went like, oh, like that feels like us. And, um, you know, this is a big issue for rural people who don't have mentors or people in the system who can mentor them and impart knowledge. And I'm a rural applicant, but I mean, the Sunshine Coast to me is fairly metro, but I still felt like we were people who lacked social capital and could have benefited from things like this DM podcast. But yeah, I started off by saying no, but then I actually ended up getting really lucky in scoring this job as a medical scribe in an emergency department which I didn't realise until I got into medicine is actually quite similar to what a lot of junior doctors do when they finish. And so this got me connected with doctors who are mostly consultants actually and so they're quite wise and could share some stories and advice and information with me. I got really lucky with that, I think, but I had to seek it out and it didn't just fall into my lap and I probably would have continued to be a little bit lost and uh, winging it otherwise. I think that's really set me up and given me an advantage over some of my peers in in certain ways, um, which is odd because it's not really a common role in Australia, but there's this facem, Dr. Phoebe O'Malane, who's doing this great job getting it off the ground at several locations. So it's something I'd definitely encourage anyone looking to get into medicine or currently a medical student to seek out that role or similar sorts of roles. And Reese, you're taking that recognition of yourself to another level in a way because you've been undertaking your third year research project focusing on destination medicine episodes. Can you tell us a little bit about the project and what you found by listening to the podcast? So the project is looking at the general practice series and it's it's looking at seeing what stories are currently shared. And so from this, the idea is to see what future episodes can share and how this can be improved with the goal of empowering rural origin and or medical students to consider a career in rural general practice. So basically it's asking for a fresh set of eyes to look at what currently exists and how it can be improved. And what I've found is doctors share stories describing the differences they make for rural communities, the supported career they have, the lifestyle they enjoy, and that where you come from matters, which in simple terms is basically saying they're talking about impact career lifestyle and identity. And so stories are being shared that, you know, demonstrate that rural origin and having rural tides does lead to working rural. But the podcasts also give this opportunity to share information in the literature with people who probably aren't going to be searching up papers anytime soon. So I think even as a junior medical student, and certainly before I got into medicine, I probably wouldn't have been looking up databases and reading papers you know, that tell me that rural work has better on-call arrangements, professional support and a variety of work compared to working in the city. And on top of that as well, it was really interesting to see that the Power Podcasts and challenging perceptions and stigmas about working rural, like having a family. 
which is a big reason that GPs leave. And I think even as a medical student, there's definitely this ingrained perception that working rule is probably destructive for a family life and relationships. But actually doing this project and listening to these podcasts, that was really challenged for me. And I felt like a lot of the podcasts has actually shared these stories that explained how working really was probably better for um, a family and really allowed them to maximise their family life. With all that in mind then, how do you think we can change destination medicine to make it more accessible for people who are thinking of working and, and studying remotely in rural areas? Yeah, so pretty much like once I found out what they were talking about, I developed a list of recommendations for the editorial committee We've actually decided to start implementing some of these things. But, uh, yeah, in terms of accessibility, I've recommended an expansion of the listening platforms. I mean, I think it's already pretty good because it's on Spotify, which from my perspective is probably the mainstay for, I mean, I'm not a big podcaster, but most people I know use Spotify. Yeah. But I did think that YouTube would be a good addition for that. So we'll see what happens in that space. And I also discussed the use of social media, um, like TikTok and Instagram reels to promote like short snippets of the podcast. And it's funny because my supervisor was like, oh, please, please don't make me dance for TikTok. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And I I had to put her at ease because um, I wasn't necessarily thinking that, but I think um, some little short promos with highlights of each episode as they come out. And, you know, if people are interested, they can click on the link to listen to it. I think that would be a great idea. So we'll see what happens there. And um, pretty much the other recommendations I have really revolve around focusing on what the literature tells us regarding solving the rural workforce shortage, which is trying to find more rural origin stories and doctors who've been through rural clinical schools to like share their stories to, you know, mentor and give rural people and medical students um, that advice So I guess if you're a doctor listening or know a doctor who comes from a rural background or has spent time in one of these rural clinical schools, you should know that there's a difference to be made in sharing these stories. Mm. Yeah, and I guess these are kind of shorthand uh, glimpses into life and transition from uh, the big city into a rural environment or even going from rural to rural, a little bit like yourself, and really what's required and the world that you're stepping into. And the benefits, the amazing benefits of going rural. Yeah, and I definitely think um, like I'd signed up to do a rural clinical school term at Orange. But yeah, in hindsight, I think it would have been good to listen to podcasts that discuss that sort of stuff because it definitely would have influenced my decision. I mean, I decided to go in the end, but I remember at the time trying to weigh things up and um, that's why it's been a recommendation in my submission to the committee that it would be great for podcasters to discuss these things because in terms of medical students who are considering, I think it would be very valuable. Yeah, absolutely. Finally, Reese, let's bring it back to the medical profession. In your experience, what do you think is one piece of advice you wish that you were given before you started your medical journey? Yeah, so I think we talk about it a lot, but I really do think it's important to take breaks and maximise your life outside of medicine, both before you get in and then once you get in. And it's very easy to become engrossed in the world of medicine, especially when it's 
forming a lot of your identity. And it's natural to want to do your best. And there's a lot of pressure for people trying to get in, you know, to like put everything else aside and just tunnel vision medicine. But it was actually my learning advisor, Dr. Phoebe Holdens and Kimura, who she pivoted my mindset in the first few months of the program. And I think if you're someone who's trying to get in, you need to realize that this is a journey and perhaps some of us who are already in need to be reminded of that. But I think we only have so many years in this life and the medical journey already takes up a massive proportion of that. And so it's really important, I think, to remember that we've got other things going on. There's other things to experience. And so that's why I really do like to spend my time outside of medicine, spending time face-to-face with family and friends and doing other things. I really do think that pretty much anyone can get into medical school and become a doctor. It's really just about sticking to it and, you know, you're going to make it there in the end. And I think the point you make about taking breaks is a lot about physical health, mental health, because it can be incredibly intense, the journey that you're on. Absolutely. I think you've got to, you've got to switch off to switch on. Rhys Telford, a third-year University of Sydney medical student, now studying at the School of Rural Health in Orange. This is Destination Medicine. Thanks for listening. Regional training hubs are supported by funding from the Australian Government under the Rural Health Multidisciplinary Training Programme.